the bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western theater. Tripping along, singing a song under a western moon. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, with songs and stories of the wide open spaces. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking, and here are the riders of the Purple Sage. Listen to a song of the wind. Listen to a song of the rain. Listen to a song of the sagebrush. Call him to me again. My pony are free. Sing in a song of the same. We never care where we be. We never work for a way. We live a life of leisure here on the desert drive. We never search for a treasure. We want nothing gold can buy. We lose the cares of a race. Sing in a song of the same. friends and neighbors from all the folks of the All-Star Western Theater. And to kind of make it official, let's step up and shake hands with the fellow who rides the lead horse for this aggregation of Purple Sage riders, Foy Willing. Thank you, folks, and much obliged, Terry. Anna Western, welcome to all of you folks. And now that our gathering is underway, the riders of the Purple Sage would like to answer the request of a lot of you folks for a very popular ballad of the day called Now is the Hour. Of course, it's a little out of our western field of music, but it's a great song. And we hope you like the way a bunch of country boys sing it for you.
the boys are in fine voice tonight, aren't they, folks? They take the high notes and the low notes, add a bit of teamwork, and presto, out comes some mighty pleasing music. You know, that's about the same way with the bakers of good Weber's bread work. What those bakers can't do with fresh white flour, yeast, and a warm oven. Some folks say we must have magicians in the bakery. Even Grandma never baked such good bread. Well, we don't know about Grandma. All we know is that among experts who know bread best, real experts like kids and grown-ups, Weber's bread ranks pretty high. Folks, hope you're among the thousands of experts who reach for the bread in the bright blue gingham wrapper every day when you shop. As a matter of fact, we hope you eat Weber's bread with all your meals. Why? Well, so many people tell us Weber's bread is downright delicious. We think you should be enjoying it, too. Buy Weber's bread next time, won't you? Four Willing and the boys ride your way now with one of the western hit tunes of the day. Here's their rendition of Spanish Fandango. My sweet senorita, my own sweet Chiquita, let's dance once again the Spanish Fandango. I long for the charm of your sweet loving arms, so come let's begin the Spanish Fandango. Hold me once more as we fly across the floor It's you I adore, my own senorita My light of the moon, let's dance to the tune Don't end it too soon, the Spanish Fandango I couldn't have done better if my name was Eddie Arnold. Well, you're tossing a pretty big loop when you talk like that, Terry, because Eddie Arnold is one Western singer that we're all taking off our hats to these days. Well, then I'll put it this way. I couldn't have done better myself. Oh, I know it. Well, you don't have to agree with me. But I've heard you sing, and it sounds a shade like the noise created by a bumblebee in a gourd. Hey, now, just a minute. Or an iron tire running over frozen snow. (laughs) All right, (laughs) I give up. Let's go back to Eddie Arnold. That's a right good idea. 
And here's a song that he made famous all over the world. I'll hold you in my heart till I can hold you in my arms. Like you've never been held before I'll think of you each day And then I'll dream the night away Till you are in my arms once more The stars up in the sky know why I feel so blue when I'm away from you. I'll hold you in my heart till I can hold you in my arms. So darling, please wait for me. Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage adding to the popularity and fame of another fine western ballad, I'll Hold You in My Heart. Well, folks, it's time to saddle up and ride out into the wide open spaces for another of the weekly adventures of the Riders of the Purple Sage. You know, there's an old saying that out west things can happen faster and get over with quicker than anywhere else in the world. And whether they know it or not, Boy and the boys are riding into an experience right now that will prove that adage to be very, very true. It turned dark about an hour ago. The boys are only a short distance from the small cattle town of Buffalo Springs. Well, yonder's the lights of Buffalo Springs. Ain't too soon for me. I'm just a little bit on the hungry side of good health. So are we all, but we're going to have to go easy with our money till we hook up with a job. Uh, eat today and work tomorrow is my motto. That's easy to say, but... Oh, boy. Hold up a minute. What you stopping here for? Speaking of going to work, I'm going to do a little research in that direction right now. What are you talking about? That ranch house just off of the road there. Johnny, you and Scotty ride on into town and find us a bunk for the night. Me and I will stop off and see how's the chances of getting a job for any or all of us. Oh, come on, boy. We can do that tomorrow. We can, but we ain't. Come on, let's go. See you boys in town in a little bit. And me half starving to death. 
Being Saturday night, I reckon most of the hands will be in town. I hope the head man is home so we can get this over with. I know, you're hungry. Hungry? I'm half dead with malnutrition and whatever that is. <laughs> whoa, whoa, boy, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody's home, the lights are on. Hey, maybe we'll be invited to stay for supper. Now watch your manners and don't invite yourself. This place doesn't look like much of a cattle ranch to me. Even the small ones have to have help. Seems like nobody's home. Ought to be somebody here, but I don't hear them coming to the door. Well, let me try. Hello? You boys looking for someone? Yes, sir. We... Say, what is this? Just keep reaching and you won't get hurt. You're making a mistake, friend. We're not prowlers. We're just trying to raise the owner. Under the circumstances, I'm afraid that'd be a little difficult. Now open the door and keep your hands high and walk on in. And be sure you don't try anything. Look, friend, you got us wrong. Do as I tell you. All right, but you're making a mistake. You made the mistake when you stopped here. Now sit down on that divan. Lock your hands around the back of your neck and stay that way. The first one that makes a move is going to get it. We're not going to try anything, and we're not looking for trouble. We're just a couple of job hunters. <laughs> That's what I figured it'd be. Now I got a phone call to make. Hello, operator. Operator, get me to the sheriff's office right away. Now, looky here. We haven't done anything. What's the idea? You just think you haven't done anything. Hello. Hello, sheriff. This is Martin Coker. I'm at Judd Wilson's ranch. That's right. I'm holding two men at gunpoint. You better get out here right away. Yeah. Yeah, I got the drop on them just as they shot Judd down in cold blood. Say, what is this? Watch it, Al. Take it easy and don't say a word. Don't worry, Sheriff. They won't get away. But hurry over. All right. Goodbye. So you're holding us for murder? That's right, boys. Murder. But we ain't killed nobody. Oh, yes, you did. And I saw you. Well, Mr. Corner, or whatever your name is, just who did we kill? Well, <laughs> I reckon you've got a right to see the body. There's your victim, Judd Wilson. Say, that's a dead man. Now, look here. Now, we Hold it, ha- Al. Well, mister, from the way you stack the chips, it looks like we're going to be tried for murder. Is that your plan? Well, it won't exactly be a trial, I'm afraid. You see, boys, Judd Wilson was mighty well-liked man hereabouts, and I'm sure he has enough friends in this parts to save the county to that mixed fence. Now, you can't do this to us. Boy, do something. There's not much a couple of strangers like us can do when there was a local citizen who witnessed the crime. Isn't that right, Mr. Corner? That's exactly right. But, of course, if the truth was really known, you actually killed him yourself, didn't you? No, boys. You killed him. I saw you. Remember? We don't remember nothing. We didn't do it, and you know it. We know it, too, Al. But it's not going to help us much, I'm afraid. You see, Mr. Corner not only has a gun in his hand, but his word means more to the sheriff than ours. You're absolutely right. To be plain about it, you haven't got a dog's chance. You know, I'm surprised that a couple of nice-looking young fellows like you would do such a thing. You don't look like killers to me. Seems like you're trying to convince us and yourself that we really did kill this man. (laughs) That's just to ease my conscience when they string you up to an oak tree. Just will you hear what I tell that sheriff? Sure, sure. Tell him anything you like. Listen, Al. When the sheriff arrives, let Mr. Corner do all the talking. Don't say a word. But we've got to put up some defense. And he won't do us a bit of good. 
Will it, Mr. Corner? That's right, boys. Not a bit. Well, I ain't aiming to wait until they put that rope around my neck to start talking. Do as I tell you, Al. We got a pretty good chance of getting out of this mess. Now, don't get tricky with me. We'll leave the tricks up to you, Mr. Corner. In the meantime, there's nothing to do but wait for the sheriff. Well, don't be so calm about it. Well, now I'm warning you, boys. Don't try to put nothing over on me. Boys, here comes the sheriff. Now, don't forget, no tricks or you'll wish you hadn't. Just don't trip yourself, Mr. Corner. We made it as fast as we could, Martin. Everything all right? Yeah, I kept him covered every second, Sheriff. Uh, keep a gun on him, Hank. Right, Sheriff. All right, where's the body, Martin? Right in there, Sheriff. Hmm? Well, it's too bad. Boy, I'm scared to death. Just cinch up. We'll see what kind of a story Corner tells. Well, boys, looks like you've got yourself into more trouble than you can get out of. Looks that way, Sheriff. Yeah, they're inclined to be a little cocky, Sheriff. Yes, I've seen that kind before. All right, Martin. How did it happen? Well, it was like this, Sheriff. I walked over to discuss a business deal with Judd, and just as I started up the front step... Don't make a move. I got you covered. What is this? Drop those guns, both of you, and be quick about it. All right, all right. We're not going to try anything. Yeah, just be sure you don't. This ain't no water pistol I'm holding on you. Now turn around and face the wall. Come on, turn around. You better do as he says. Look, stranger, we'll make a deal with you. I'll make the deals. Now stay where you are, and the first one that turns around is going to get a hole blown in him. Good. Good. <laughs> well, boys, you've murdered a man in cold blood. He's dead. We'll make it mighty interesting for you if you'll let us out of this mess. You're not dealing with that kind of a man. I'm going to make it a little more interesting for you by calling the sheriff. We don't go for killings out here. Then, Sheriff, I went to the phone and called you. I watched their every move ever since. You've done this community a real service, Martin, by apprehending these two young killers. Yeah. No telling where their trail of crime would have ended. All right, Hank. Look through that room. Check the wall safe in Judd's desk. Okay, Sheriff. Boy, you gonna sit here and let him get away with that stuff? We'll have a chance to talk in a minute. I'm gonna do my best to give you men protection of the law from mob violence. But I'm warning you that your chances are slim. Boy, get to talking. I'm telling you, I can feel that rope around my neck right now. You boys have anything to say, you'd better say it now. Sheriff, I feel this way about killing. Anybody that commits a murder like this should get all they got coming according to the law. Don't worry, lad. You'll get it. Both of you. Then just in case we do escape a mob and this thing goes into the court, you wouldn't want to overlook any evidence that would convict us. Oh, what evidence are you talking about? Well, for instance, like the two guns that Mr. Conner so bravely made us drop to the floor when he took us by surprise. Why, certainly. Where are the murder weapons, Martin? Murder weapons? Oh, why, they... Uh... You see, we're not wearing guns. They must be here somewhere. Why, sure. We have to have those guns, Martin. Tell him where they are, Conner. Well, I... Now, look here, what are you trying to do? Exactly what you did to us. Accuse you of murder. Uh, Sheriff, I won't listen to these two killers. I I insist that you lock them up at once. Start squirming, Corner. While you were playing hero in that phony story you told the Sheriff, you got carried away with your own bravery. Now, look here, Martin. What's this all about? Where are those guns? Everybody stand back. I'll kill the first man that makes a move. Put that gun up, Martin. I've got use for this gun right now. All right, cowboy, I warned you not to get tricky with me. So I'm going to let you have it. You can't kill a man in cold blood. Oh, no. Then take a look at Judd Wilson's body. Sure, I killed him. 
I finally got even with that old fool for all he's done to me. Now, if you want to see a man shot down in cold blood, watch this. Good work, Hank. Man, alive, boy. For a second, I thought you was a goner. You know something? I'm scared to death. <laughs> Purple Sage in today's story was Cy Kendall as Martin Coner and Joe Duvall as the sheriff. Our singing stars will return with the Song of the West in a few moments. Folks, how do you sound your call to dinner? Some people say, soup's on. Others say, come and get it. While others, who are probably not very hungry, say, dinner is served. Now, these expressions are all right, but we'll bet Pop would put down his newspaper and herd the family to the table a lot sooner if you announced meals this way. Weber's bread, all you can eat. Might even cause a stampede. Who knows? You know, it's wonderful the way good, soft Weber's bread brings out the appetite. Makes the job of keeping the family well-fed a lot either easier, so mothers say. And why not? Bread is the food folks never seem to get tired of especially Weber's bread, the popular kind in the bright blue gingham wrapper. The bread with the fresh, home-baked fragrance. How about it, friends? Enjoyed Weber's bread lately? Why not buy a loaf soon and enjoy good Weber's bread every day? Famous for their authentic interpretation of truly fine music of the great outdoors, the riders of the Purple Sage lend their western harmonies to another ballad of the wide-open spaces that's filled with the kind of memories true men of the West never forget. Nobody's lost on the lonesome trail. Oh, 
boy, it's singing like that, harnessed with your fine work in Republic's true-colored pictures and capital records that has made you writers of the Purple Sage the favorite Western singers of millions of people all over the country. Well, it's good to hear you say that, Terry. And believe me, we're proud of every listener and fan we have. They've been mighty good to us. Well, then I know they'll all be interested in next week's All-Star Western Theater, so what's in store for the folks? A lot of songs that the folks have been asking to hear, Terry, and another story of the West. And we're going to do our dead-level best to make our visit as pleasant as possible for everybody. Friends, it's always mighty nice to have you keep company with us at these gatherings, and we hope you'll find time to drop in from week to week. Until our next meeting, then, this is Foy Willing speaking for Al Sloy, Scotty Harrell, and Johnny Paul, the writers of the Purple Sage saying so long and good luck to all of you. Western Theater has been brought to you by the bakers of that good Weber's bread. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System. KHJ and KHJ-FM, the Don Lee Stations, Los Angeles.